episode 230 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to keep it simple and have some Rocktown bourbon. Yeah. This is their toasted French oak barrel finish straight bourbon whiskey. Mm, it's good. 100 proof too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. This stuff is so good. It is very good. I mean, we love Rocktown anyway. Like, if you guys don't know by now, like, they are, they're, they're good people. And um, we, we always recommend, highly recommend them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they make freaking award-winning good whiskey. It's so good. Yeah, I love this one. I, this is a bottle I brought back from the distillery. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, so this week we are going to be talking about, well, actually we, uh, we asked, um, I guess at the beginning of the year, what you guys, our listeners would like us to talk about, you know, different topics and everything. And, uh, we got, we got some feedback. We got quite a few different, um, topics that we, that we are probably going to start discussing or even, Rediscussing, rediscussing, mm-hmm. because we think that they need to be uh, revisited. So uh, anyway, this week we we got a uh, I guess a message or not a message, but a, it was on it was on our post yeah. with it with the feedback with the feedback for what you we should be um, putting out there, and this one specifically was about how to handle partners having i guess different hobbies Mm -hmm. and so we're like you know what we haven't really like discussed that so let's go ahead and dive on into it yeah um actually richie um was the one that that recommended this Mm -hmm. so anyway before we get started with that seth has his dumbass post of the week yep this one saw it floating around on instagram and it said my wife calls me a sex machine. Well, her exact words are fucking tool, but I know what she means. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whenever you told me that, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is freaking awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're my sex machine. <laughs> right. I know. I'm not going to call you a fucking tool. I know. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I guess seeing a glass is half full. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess so, right? Yeah. Instead of half empty. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about uh how I guess how to how to handle the dynamic of couples either having different hobbies or not having hobbies at all or mm-hmm. and and even how we have handled this in our relationship. Yeah, I mean the 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 question a lot of times when we ask for like a topic suggestion, we get the context and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you just say stepkids, mm-hmm. well, okay, what about them? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But like with this one, it's expanded on. Mm-hmm. And and the, the, the overall like question and topic at hand was really... Um, when one partner has a ho- hobby that's not inclusive of the other partner, 
How does that not cause problems, and shouldn't the other partner basically support this hobby if it makes their partner happy? Mm-hmm. And how do, I guess, kind of what's our opinion on it, and mm-hmm. how would we recommend couples handle that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and we were we were trying to, to really think about this, mm-hmm. because in reality, in our relationship... It is, it's, it's hard for us to kind of even relate to it because we do so much stuff together. We do everything together, not just so much stuff. We do everything together. And like, initially it's like, should we, should we even dive into this because of how we feel in our relationship, mm-hmm. but that's not, that isn't fair to everybody else right. though, either that is dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And so, um, anyway, I, I'm, I'm trying to think like if I should have even brought us up first or if I should have brought us up after. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we can talk more about us after. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think, you know, when, when we look at this, obviously hobby is a generic term Mm -hmm. that that is that can include a lot of things Mm -hmm. um what we're not talking about are you know side gigs or or dreams or aspirations of doing something Mm -hmm. else like if um well we'll we'll use your last relationship as an example example, yeah you know your ex was a dj Mm -hmm. and obviously probably had a dream to be a famous DJ. Mm-hmm. And at some point in time, it was realized that this dream was not a dream. It was literally just a hobby, mm-hmm. which is okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you have a hobby that isn't going to manifest into some career or anything more than it is. And that's fine. That mm-hmm. That's how you, I mean, a hobby shouldn't, if a hobby turns into that, that's great. I know. But the thing with a hobby is a hobby can't be all consuming. And that's what happened in your situation mm-hmm. was it was, you know, here's a dream that I have. I want you to support me. I'm going to have to spend some money and spend some time to chase this dream. And then there's a realization that this isn't going anywhere. And now this is this dream that I was supporting for you is now costing us a lot of money. You're not doing anything with your life outside of this. And if you still want to continue that, that's fine. But now it's no longer a dream. It's a hobby mm-hmm. or a side gig or something that you do for supplemental income. Mm-hmm. Um, most hobbies don't include any income. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's funny because like I even <laughs> I even think about like my my past relationship and situation was kind of like um, in The Wedding Singer with Robbie and his ex that left him at the altar mm-hmm. and I'm but really I, I wasn't a bitch about about the hobby but like it was it was a hobby mm-hmm. and and it's cool because it is nice to you know support your partner and and uh let them do what they love to do. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's great, but but it is like what to your point. That's it is just a hobby. It and and like 
it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you said, oh, but you said we're not talking about that, though. Yeah, so, so I, I, I want to just be clear when we talk about hobbies, uh-huh. it that everybody understands what we mean by hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, a hobby is something that you do because you get enjoyment out of. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, like that's why I use the DJ example. It's mm-hmm. not something that's inclusive of chasing a dream mm-hmm. because that's bigger than a hobby. Mm-hmm. A hobby is just, you know, a time filler of or a passion that you have, but it's not what you live and breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're living and breathing it, then it's an aspiration or something larger. Mm-hmm. So hobbies, you know, th- there are hobbies that, you know, you could put in that realm. The, the example that Chris and I talked about off the air was like a softball team, mm-hmm. like a, a men's softball team or, or whatever kind of thing like that. And there's so there's all kinds of your little sports hobbies. But understanding what your hobby, what the definition of a hobby is or what our definition of hobby is, I think kind of frames some of our opinions around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once you kind of understand that, or, or once we clarify by, you know, what we're doing now of talking about the hobbies of the sports stuff, it's that fantasy football league, it's, it's, you know, it's your, your painting wine stuff. It's mm-hmm. whatever those things that people do to wind down, to have fun, that they enjoy video games, video games are mm-hmm. hobbies. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, social media can be a hobby, mm-hmm. um, you know, for for me, I don't make a living on doing gym stuff. So you could probably put the gym as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something you care about. It's something you enjoy doing. It's something that you work into your life, and and you're you're you know you're passionate about on some level. Mm-hmm. And so after you understand what that is, then it's like okay, well, what would qualify or disqualify my partner from supporting my hobby? And I think one of the first things I like to talk about is, is it a pre-existing hobby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Is it something that you you did, you or your partner did before you became, to, or before you got together, mm-hmm. before you got married or, you know, like all of it? Yeah. Because, and, and we're saying that because... You that's the package deal. You mm-hmm. already knew that that's what your partner loved and enjoyed doing, and so oh my gosh, I have something in my you eye. Have in your eye. <laughs> it's so annoying. I mean, uh, one of the things that you know, you got friends, guys, whatever that they golf. Mm-hmm. Their hobby is going golfing. They've been golfing since they were, you know, in high school or young men or young adults, whatever it is. It's a hobby they that they've been doing for. It didn't even have to be a significant amount of time. Even if they started doing it six months prior to you guys meeting, mm-hmm. they have a hobby in place. It's part of their routine. When you know he's going to golf every, you know, whatever Saturday at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever it is, that's part of who he is. Mm-hmm. And you have to determine during that courtship, you as the woman have to decide, well, are 6 a.m. golf going to be a problem when I'm pregnant? Is that going to be a problem when we have a child? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, that's fine. And, and for most cases, it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But if it is, if you think you're going to have a problem with it, then that's a discussion or a separation mm-hmm. in that courtship and dating phase. But you have to understand that that's part of the package deal, and it goes it goes both ways. You know, whatever she's into that she's been doing, once again, as long as it's not harmful to the integrity of your relationship and partnership, the pre-existing thing, if your hobby's going out and getting drunk and acting like a whore, <laughs> that's not a hobby. no. 
and it needs to stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's you a know? bad habit. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a bad habit. So, but if it's pre-existing, it's part of the package deal. That That's who they are. That's what they have. It's not fair for you to ask them or require them to not be passionate or, or, or have that. Now, is there a reasonable compromise as you down the, as you go down the road? I mean, if you've got one of those husbands who like, like Bill Burr outlines the football watching, mm-hmm. how he can actually time his, his football consumption to where there's parts of time during the year where he's watching football seven days a week mm-hmm. based on when the games come out and all that. That could be a big problem in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're dedicating four hours a day to a hobby, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Could be. I know. In a lot of relationships, a big problem. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, well, I think that the, the, the sports thing is a big is a big one. That's really huge. I mean, not playing sports, watching sports. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even in uh, that movie, Fever Pitch, like... Mm-hmm. How he tells her up front, like, this is what I do mm-hmm. from this time from spring training till October. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be consumed with baseball. Right. And he's up front. He, he is up to hide front. It. He is up front about it. And I think that there is there is a certain time. I think that initially, you know. The woman, I'm saying the woman because it was her, but you're okay with it initially. Mm-hmm. You're okay with it. But then, like, you start to live the well, reality and, of it. And she says in that, I thought that one day that your hobby would be replaced with me mm-hmm. or doing stuff with us. Mm-hmm. And with that, it was a, and this, this is kind of the next piece of, if it's a pre-existing hobby, and I'm not saying that this is absolute disqualifying factors. Mm-hmm. And and just to clarify, and we'll talk about it a little more, we all we aren't saying if a hobby develops after you've been married for five years that you shouldn't do it. That's not what we're saying. No. You should. Uh-uh. You still just yeah. these are just things that we have to take into account. Mm-hmm. Um, but is the hobby a couple inclusive hobby? Yeah, I know. And and that's what you and I found out with us mm-hmm. was. Whether it was video games that I played, whether it was comic books or sports that we both enjoyed watching or concerts we enjoyed attending, um, which I, don't, I guess you could say going to concerts is a hobby. People mm-hmm. spend money to do that. It's a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the things that we already pre-existing or pre-existed and that we brought to the table were able to absorb the other one just naturally Mm -hmm. it wasn't forced it wasn't out of contention it wasn't a it wasn't a talk of you know i'm tired of coming home and you playing video games for four hours while i just stare at the tv teach me how to play these Mm -hmm. or stop Mm -hmm. playing you know it wasn't that Mm -hmm. um you know the things that i had I, i wasn't like hey there's a there's a comic book convention coming to town um i'm gonna go i'll see you when i get back it was Hey, this is coming up. Do you want to go with me? Mm-hmm. And once again, not out of force. It wasn't out of you saying, I, I don't want you spending time going to these conventions and spending money on comic books mm-hmm. or take me. You know, it was it was never that. It just they naturally evolved to where we were both able to enjoy each other's hobbies and passions and stuff because 
that's how we are as people, and that was how well we meshed as a couple. Mm-hmm. Now, not every hobby is going to have that. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to have a hobby that you both can do and that your partner's going to enjoy, because we don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is it is important to just kind of help people understand that a lot of times in in high-functioning marriages, and this kind of ties into what you said initially, these just don't become an issue. Mm-hmm. And I alluded to it earlier, but one of the examples that we that we were talking about earlier was... Um, the softball the, league. The softball thing. If, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, mm-hmm. Seth, we've got a men's softball league, and we our second baseman broke his leg, and we'd like you to play on the team for this season. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. I've played on softball teams before. I haven't since you and I met. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to when I worked in the Navy. I did after I played baseball in high school. And it's all. it was always kind of, I just found myself in that at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a hobby. I never took it serious. and didn't spend a lot of money on it. It was just kind of fun to get out there and play. And so I'm not saying that my initial reaction would be like, no, it's not co-ed. My wife can't join. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't even think it's something that I would have to be like, hey, we need to have a serious talk about this because yeah. I have to practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then I have a game every, you know, Friday and Sunday or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It would just be a given that you were probably going to go with me to practice and well, come yeah. to the games. <clears throat> I know. And that's what I said was like, even with that scenario, it would be, well, like I would be able to come to the practices and cheer and to the games and cheer you on and... Mm-hmm. And all of that, like, I don't see that being a big deal. And that's just how everything just seems to flow yeah. naturally with our relationship. And then I was starting to say, okay, well, maybe maybe the better example is let's say that you found a hobby mm-hmm. where you were like, hey, I'm going to start going on Wednesdays to paint portraits and drink wine. And that I was about to say I wouldn't want to do that. But even as I was saying it, I was like, realistically if you said that it's not something that i would pick to be like this needs to be our hobby together Mm -hmm. but i'm not above being a shitty artist and getting drunk on wine (laughs) yeah i'd be like i think initially i'd be like what and then i'd be like wait we get to drink wine (laughs) and pretend to be bob ross Mm -hmm. all right okay i'll try it i'm in yeah i wouldn't I i wouldn't and that's where we we struggle because we can't really think of something that in the in a realistic realm of possibility would come up that we would leave the other one out of mm-hmm. or that the other one wouldn't be able to presently be there to show their support mm-hmm. like this i mean you were the softball all-star growing up it was a highly it's more likely that someone would be like we want you to play on our team mm-hmm. than me play on the team mm-hmm. and you know I would do the same thing. Yeah. I would go to the practices and I would go to the games and... And support. And support. Yeah. And so I think it's just kind of an innate thing for us. Now, mm-hmm. so I think th- th- those are important factors to kind of look at. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, whether it's pre-existing or it presents itself after you develop a relationship or after you've been married or after you've had kids or after you've been married for 20 years, mm-hmm. people get into different stuff. Mm-hmm. We have just been fortunate that we have once again, naturally gotten into hobbies and passions that are completely inclusive of both of us. Mm-hmm. So we don't have an example of us 
doing this Mm-mm. because it's it's just what we do together. Yeah, um, I know. And and we just aren't in those situations where we don't make ourselves. Is this how I said it earlier? We don't make ourselves available to other people mm-hmm. to even get involved in those kinds of requests. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anybody we know knows we're a package deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, I think that there's true. probably an assumption of. Well, they're attached to the hip. He's not going to want to do that, or <laughs> she's not going to want to do that. Yeah. And so I think that just kind of prevents those opportunities from ever rising. Uh-huh. So it becomes not an issue because it's not an opportunity. Uh-huh. Um, but that doesn't, I'm not saying that that makes us better than what anybody else has. You don't work, and I work from home. Mm-hmm. We don't have this massive social circle where it's not that we don't make ourselves available intentionally it's just that we don't have people pulling at us yeah. from every direction which takes away a lot of stress mm-hmm. <laughs> which it does. you just don't really think about because you're not going through it you're just like huh mm-hmm. i know well you know I, I i try to think about it like and think about people that i've known or used to work with or whatever and and like i've known some women that their husband has a hobby, but they don't. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that I've, I, I guess I've probably seen it both ways where she has a hobby and he doesn't mm-hmm. too. But like, and, and I know in those situations that it, it is going to be more challenging mm-hmm. because if that person doesn't, doesn't because I think that that's where what Richie was kind of going going towards too was like the option of the partner being at everything isn't really involved in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is one piece. Uh huh. And like and, and and it is like you well, don't want to be like you got to get over it. Well, so, so that that's where so that's where I'm kind of headed with the next. Phase, okay. Okay. Is okay. So once we. You know, make those determinations, whatever. Mm -hmm. The next phase is understanding and establishing, is it causing harm or creating wedges in the relationship? Mm -hmm. And and this could mean anything. If you are, um, if you're a childless home, the only person that's going to have a negative impact on is your partner. Mm -hmm. Is that true negative impact or is it perceptive negative impact? And... You kind of have to decide what those are. Is it, you know, a perceptive negative impact is, well, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Well, we weren't going to be productive if we were together mm-hmm. anyway. You know, I'm going to sit here and, you know, whatever, give myself pedicures and do my hair and, and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And not really be that active i don't it's not that i'm upset that you're going to do something that i can't do it's that i just literally want you to be here doing nothing with me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so is that really negatively impacting your relationship no it's just a perception that one person doesn't want to be alone for a amount of time Mm -hmm. now going back to the football thing how often are we talking Mm -hmm. if this is something that takes a few hours away from your partner a week who cares? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to say who cares. <laughs> but that should not be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Once again, if it's not causing harm, 
if if it's not if it's something like like you know Richie's example of of the wrestling thing, mm-hmm. you know, there's no detriment to his relationship. There's not. It's not like he's, you know, working security or bouncing at a strip club on the weekend. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing that's that's you know harmful to the relationship and the integrity of the relationship itself. So that doesn't exist in in that kind of scenario. Same thing with the softball team. Same thing with almost everything sports related mm-hmm. um, that isn't intramural. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those things, you know, aren't a big deal. Pool, darts, you know, even those are bar atmospheres. If you're actually doing that, I'm not saying that you like to go get hammered drunk and throw darts. Your hobby's not darts. Your hobby's getting hammered drunk. Mm-hmm. If your hobby's darts, you go to the bar and you play darts mm-hmm. with a beer. <laughs> you're not getting hammered drunk. That's just your hobby's drinking. I just think, like, even with that, like, darts or pool or whatever, like, I don't know. I could see that you being... You do that at home? <laughs> well, you could. Yeah, you could definitely do that at home. But, like, I see that being being a problem. A bigger problem. Yeah. Just where, because of where you do it. Because, yeah, you're, you're surrounding yourself by... Mm-hmm people that are drunk and right and you know women or men that could be hitting on you mm-hmm. without your partner there well and and that's where it's a lot of it would kind of is really kind of that that process of identifying factors and elimination of of threats mm-hmm. of okay well my 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 husband is in a dart in a bar dart league well unless you have children you could go to the bar mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. Now, if you have kids, this is where it adds another layer. Mm-hmm. Because not only could your partner look at this that it's just a time thing where you're not spending time with the family. Now you have a partner that in addition to your regular job and duties or whatever, your split of the household affairs, your hobby is now eating into that. And your partner's feeling like they're having to do even more now. Because your hobby's taking even more of your time away from household duties and responsibilities and and things like that. Or if you, you know, you're working all day and then you go do something exhaustive or, or that occupies your thoughts and your mind and your body for a significant amount of time out of work. Well, now a eight to nine hour work day turned into a 13 to 14 hour absence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times spouses have a hard time seeing the value in a hobby. Yeah. That... It's okay if, if the time equates whatever, and it almost has to be that whatever has to be something substantial, mm-hmm. and we tend to ignore that, well, it doesn't have to be quantifiable as far as, it's okay if this hobby takes me away as long as I bring back X amount of dollars, or it's going to have this effect on our positive impact on our life down the road because of this, and we completely discount the fact that it just makes the person happy. <laughs> I know. And it's like, well, that is worth it. That mm-hmm. could be worth it. But that's where you still have to kind of look. Is it harming the relationship? Is it hurting anything revolving your kids or your family? Um, And at what level is there options for compromise? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, and and to even push the further question, I don't don't know if we mentioned this, the other kicker of this was that the partner, and you hit on it, but the partner doesn't have a hobby themselves. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. where it becomes... A bigger issue for that person that doesn't have that hobby. I know. Or they have a hobby that they don't have a hobby with similar DNA. Mm-hmm. Their hobby is something they can do at home or with you. Yeah. And then you have this hobby that completely removes you from your partner. Mm-hmm. And your partner's like, well, why can't you get a hobby that involves me the same way like my hobbies involve you? Yeah. And it's like, well, because this doesn't. 
and this is what I like. Mm-hmm. It's still not, I don't think it's fair for that person to give up their hobby just because it doesn't meet one criteria of that it involves my partner. If everything else is a green light, not harming the relationship, not damaging the integrity, no threats, anything, that should mean support from your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think that it, it does become really, really hard, though, for that person that doesn't, that doesn't have the hobby mm-hmm. because they can't see, they can't understand why they, well, they probably think that, you know, your hobby means more to you than I do. And, and that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. It really is. And so when you really, when you really look at it, it's like, well, how do you fix that? You know, how do you fix, how do you, how do you get your partner to even have a hobby themselves? And you can't, mm. you can't. Yeah. I mean, unless they develop a hobby just on their own, yeah. you can't force anything on them. And, and that's why the answer isn't, you need to get a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And yeah. a lot of people yeah. will say that. And, 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 and what we really mean when we say that is, you need to find something to do while I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're saying. And so I think I'm not. I'm not saying that that's not an answer to seek out. I don't think that's the right way to get there. Mm-hmm. I think that saying, okay, you know, I'm going to do this. It's going to take some time. What What do you want to do while I'm doing that? Is there something that you're interested in? Is there anything you want to do? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is oh no, that just gives me some time by myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's nice. I know. Yeah. Well, I even look at it when when we were first dating and stuff, and you did you went golfing quite a bit with mm-hmm. my dad and and my cousins and stuff and um i didn't i didn't have anything else to do you Mm -hmm. know like i guess maybe hang out with my sister or something like that but like even now if you if you went golfing where when where i don't have family Mm -hmm. to hang out with or whatever like i don't know i think that i i personally would just take that as just me time yeah <laughs> to just do nothing or well and you you find stuff to do yeah or do you know go go shopping around or and, and i don't even have to like buy anything mm-hmm. you know i just can window shop and and or i don't know just do something i just yeah can... but then you would come back and then talk tell me about how you kept getting hit on and then I can't go golfing anymore. No. Because sir. I can't risk you running around getting hit on. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> no. No. But um yeah, I don't know. It, I think that I, I do think about that time at least mm-hmm. in, in our life because I guess that would be maybe the closest thing to Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it was a once a week thing that mm-hmm. took several hours. Mm-hmm. Um But I mean, it was fun for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it gave you time to be with the boys or whatever, be with the guys. And it wasn't anything that that was harmful to our relationship. Yeah. And and then when we did see each other, you would tell me all about your mm-hmm. your golf game and that you hit an eagle or whatever. Yeah. Like and 
And even then, it was like, oh my gosh, cool! Like mm-hmm. I support you. That's so. That's so right. cool. That's so. I'm glad that you guys are having fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. It's it's so. You know, there are partners, and I I can be one of those partners that I will get jealous over time. Mm-hmm. Not as time passes, like sharing your time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know that is something that that I have to like kind of watch out for where I have to literally like, and it's not a long drawn out thought process. It literally is just a quick recognition of this is not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And then it's over. But I do think there are people that really get stuck behind that. Mm -hmm. And it's not a problem. It's not creating issues. It's not a big deal. And yet you choose to fight over it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't help (laughs) at all. Um, But I think for that, for that person that, that does if that doesn't have that hobby, it's it is the finding what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily that you have to have a hobby. It, I mean, sometimes you may not want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And if it is a kid thing, if it's like, well, I can't go do anything because I'm stuck here watching the kids for however long that my partner's off playing whatever. Mm-hmm then that's time that needs to be made up. Yeah, I know. Well, and you really need to talk about it. Yeah. And most time, a lot of the time when when people are going through this, they will, they'll not say anything mm-hmm. until... They blow up. Yeah, they completely blow up. And, and really, you should have said something very early on that it bothered you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that that's probably the biggest problem with it mm-hmm. is that people don't communicate that they have a problem with it and let it keep letting it go and letting it go. And if you, yeah, you just need to bring it up right away mm-hmm. and tell them, Hey, like you're spending a bit too much time doing that. I'm not trying to be, uh, I don't know, controlling or, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, but I'm just, I just want you to be aware of this is how this makes me feel. Right. And, and, uh, and then at that point, you know, you could, you could also talk about how, well, what is it that you would like to do and, mm-hmm. and all of that? Yeah. Well, and, and it, it, I think, I think people probably look at us from the, from that perspective of, you know, they're just, attached to the hip Mm -hmm. and it it is funny because we will literally have very sincere moments that we aren't really trying to make the other one feel like they have to do something with us Mm -hmm. but it just kind of ends up getting there like like i think it happened recently where you were like i gotta go to the store and and grab something and and i was playing a game Mm -hmm. and i was like oh do you want me to go with you and you were like no, you don't have to. And I'm like, well, do you want me to? And you literally weren't like, I want you to turn off your game and go with me. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I wasn't like, damn it, I can't play my game because I have to go with you. <laughs> yeah. It was literally just like, no, you don't have to go. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's yeah. not a big deal. And I wasn't uh-huh. like, oh, fine. I know you said I don't have to go, but that means I have to go. <laughs> Let's go. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so those, I mean, we... <laughs> Even though we say we do everything together, we don't do everything together. Yeah. Um, And and I think that it it really is um, 
a lot of times it, it really is just as simple as, well, I can do X with that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's nothing, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. If it's something, it's something. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a, a place you want to go, if there's a, you know, because I think that, you know, I, I think that everybody kind of goes through where it's like, yeah, men, men aren't gonna, you see this all the time. I just saw it again where it was like, like, I'm not a, I'm not a marriage counselor, but if you tried taking her to home goods and then chips and margaritas afterwards, like that's not on most men's itinerary ever to be like, Hey, it's almost Saturday. You want to go to home goods this weekend? Mm-hmm. Like men aren't going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. And so you there, there's a rec, <laughs> but there's a recognition, but it's not, I'm it's not like what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So there's a recognition in every relationship where it's like, I know my partner does these things for me and they enjoy doing them with me and for me, but they're not going to be upset if I go to this place without them, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that some people are like, either think that we're dug in so far, we're like, no, 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 that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. You literally have to go. If you run out of milk, you both have to go to the gas station yeah. to get it. You know, yeah. We don't operate that way. No. I know it seems like that. Well, sometimes, I mean, sometimes we do. But, but even, yeah, even in those simple, even in those simple things, uh-huh. it is. I mean, we did it yesterday yeah. with Walmart. I was like, "Hey, I got to go to the marketplace and get no spray and whatever. Do you want to go?" Uh-huh. And you're like, "Yeah, I'll go with you." Uh-huh. But it wasn't like if you would have said, "No, I'm gonna do whatever," I wouldn't have been like, "Fine, uh-huh. I'll go by myself." <laughs> and if I did say that, I'm joking. Uh-huh. It's not even a half truth. <laughs> And and so, I don't know. It, 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 even in those little things, we still usually say, yeah, I'll go. I know. Just because, why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not I know. That, it's not that big a deal either way. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. And I, 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 I get so, with with this topic itself anyway, I get, like I said in the beginning, it, it is hard for us to... To kind of give the advice that most people are looking for because especially because like we know we know that not everybody is is like us and wants to do everything together and that's fine that's fine if both of you guys like that in your relationship that's okay but uh, that's why i said i think that i think what we say is right you should support them. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You should. I mean, it's it's a very I, from even after saying all of that, our our opinion on it is very simple. Mm-hmm. And you support the partner, and the hobby should not be something that meets those criteria. That's harmful, hurtful, or mm-hmm. detriment to your relationship. Yeah. If it's not that, and once again, you have to you you we can identify what we think is too much. Mm-hmm. Something that takes two hours a day, seven days a week, to us would be too much. To you, it may not be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's kind of up to your partner. That's what I was going to say. If the partner feels that it's too much, then it is too much. But it has to be within reason. Because you'll have a partner that says, well, an hour a week is too much. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Well, that you're being ridiculous. Yeah, you're so, being unreasonable. Yes, and so that's where you have to have adult conversations about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, the, that's where the advice kind of beyond that is. Have the conversation lay out why you're doing this, why you get the enjoyment out of it, and how your partner can best support you. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily even leading into 
well, let's find something for you to do to occupy your time. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you need a hobby. It just needs to be, here's here's how I want you to support me with this. Mm-hmm. Then let them figure out how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know. want you to support me by, you know, understanding that this is going to take some time. By, you know, when I come home, don't give me the silent treatment for two hours after I get home. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Yeah. I want to do this, and honestly, I want to do this guilt-free because I don't really think there's anything I should feel guilty about, yet you're making me feel guilty because you walk around here with puppy dog eyes and crocodile tears over it. So you should just don't do that. Mm -hmm. If we have a problem with it, let's talk about what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Is it a trust issue? Is it it whatever? And really, that's how adults talk. Mm Mm-hmm figure it out well i think that's a good point too is like because what i said earlier you know with them blowing up and all of that like it you know it usually comes out later Mm -hmm. that they do have a problem with it well i think that as the partner that does have the hobby when you start to recognize those little things of your partner giving you the silent treatment and Mm -hmm. saying i'm fine like they're not fine one right and the silent treatment means that there is something wrong Mm -hmm. they're just being fucking mopey about it and don't want to say shit Mm -hmm. so you need to get it out of them uh, somehow Mm -hmm. in a in a in a good way not not be like what maybe not right then in the moment right what what is wrong with you or maybe in the moment though and say Hey, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wait depends a day. On how you approach it, I know, yeah. but like, it feels like there's something wrong, wrong, or what's going on? Are you okay? You know, you don't. You seem kind of off mm-hmm. today. Like, what's going on? And then that gives them the opportunity to say something. Some people won't take that opportunity though, mm-hmm. and will just say they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean. Really, yeah. what do you do at that point? I know. Yeah, and that, that's why, I, you know me, I'm kind of like, let's let it, let them sit in it for a little while. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll get over it mm-hmm. and then ask afterwards. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, I noticed the other day when I came home, this happened. What what was going on? What, mm-hmm. Why? And, and it can't be like, we're not doing this again, are we? <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. It, 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 but if you're heading down that path where there is no true compromise if one of you is just going to continue to be butt hurt and feel left out and be upset and the other one is going to continue to do what they're doing you're both at fault at that point mm-hmm. because you guys aren't mature enough or adult enough to figure out what success with this situation looks like mm-hmm. and and chances are it's because one or both of you have put it into a win lose category and those people are virtually impossible to compromise or communicate with because they either feel like they're getting their way and they're winning or that you're getting your way and you're they're losing mm-hmm. that's that's how my ex was there was zero middle ground mm-hmm. it was those two scenarios and so everything from her perspective was um hit that came to a head like that mm-hmm. that either i'm gonna get what i like and i'm happy and that's all that matters or you're gonna get what you want and i'm unhappy because that means i lost mm-hmm. and she did not want to lose um, and those people are, are impossible. Yeah. I don't even know what to tell you. I, you know, I cannot give you advice on that because I dealt with it for 12 years and it ended in divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't tell you how to fix that because mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. I have no idea how to fix that. 
And yeah, there, there's, you know, wordplay and little petty things that I don't like the advice for. Mm-hmm. But that's hardwired into who they are. Mm-hmm. That they're an uncompromising individual with that kind of attitude. And if you have a partner like that, that really is your only, your option is get out of it or it's going to be win-lose. I know. Yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah, there's not really any, Mm -hmm. there's not really any advice to it. It's just, you're kind of stuck dealing with this person Mm -hmm. and it's up to you whether you want to deal with it or not. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys, especially that find if they're with that partner, they end up just not doing what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Men, you know, that's how, you know, that's how men get beat into submission where they don't even care enough about what the, 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 they're so beaten down and the arguing and the fighting is so draining that they would just choose to not have passions or hobbies anymore and just, just stop yelling at me. I'll give it up. Just quit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That's really sad. I know. Yeah. I mean, and, and like you said about like the, the, you know, getting hobbies as you, you know, new hobbies and stuff like that. I think that, I think that's good. I think that, um, I think when you get new hobbies, I think they're, that you should still kind of look out for you, your relationship. Yeah. And, and whether you and your partner and your kids Mm -hmm. too can all do it together and put that into account, Mm -hmm. you know, or you could teach them how to do whatever you're wanting to do and stuff like that. Like for instance, I, I know like my dad, he recently, over the last year or two has gotten into pickleball Mm -hmm. and he introduced his wife to it and my little sister and you know and and so it's like he is trying to get everybody involved Mm -hmm. but he also you know i I know that they all don't like it as much as he does Mm -hmm. so he does it on his time right you know when he doesn't have them around Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if you're able to do that, yeah, that's what I would suggest mm-hmm. to do it on when everybody else is busy. Yeah, I mean that's perfect world scenario. Most mm-hmm. people aren't gonna. I know have most that. It's have gonna the... cut into some kind of personal time. I mean, mm-hmm. it, most most cases that's how it is. The hobby's gonna cut into personal time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's why, you know, if you start the conversation of. Okay, just bear with me that not doing this is not an option. So let's, let's in this scenario, I'm doing this. So knowing that I'm doing this, now what? Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to make this successful and what's going to make you happy? What is it that knowing I'm do, going to do this, what is it you need from me to make you okay with it, help you support me, and not make me feel guilty about doing something I enjoy? Mm-hmm. So the, how do we get there? And if they are a halfway reasonable person, they'll understand and respect that conversation and, and develop a path to each of those. Mm-hmm. If they're not, they'll say, how about this? I don't care that you do it, or I don't care that you want to do it. I don't care if it makes you happy. You ain't fucking doing it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, and what I was going to say. Or you need to choose that hobby or me. I know, Yeah. And what I was going to say earlier is like, 
I know this this advice won't help anybody at all, but it really is about you know we we've had we have had an episode on opposites don't attract, mm-hmm. and this is that you know if you don't have things in common, mm-hmm. it's going to at some point something is going to happen, mm-hmm. and where you're faced with you know, a, a a situation where you have to choose. You yeah. have to make a decision. Okay, mm-hmm. this or my partner. And you have to make the decision what is more important to you. Yeah. And I get it. Like, with with people, you know, your happiness and, and your well-being and, you know, these things make me happy. Mm-hmm. And, and... I think that that's good to to do stuff that does make you happy but if it is for the sake of like kind of what makes you more happy you you, what you're doing your hobby Mm -hmm. or your partner right and i mean i don't like to i don't know it's like it's almost like an ultimatum (laughs) you know but well in in a in in a in a good relationship with hobbies, that's not the choice mm-hmm. because one partner supports you and the other one enjoys the hobby. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even hit that. Mm-hmm. I know. If it's hitting that, I think that's more reflective of your relationship than mm-hmm. the hobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, non-issues are non-issues for a reason. Mm-hmm. Issues are issues for a reason. Yeah. I know. So... Yeah. Ain't rocket science. Mm-mm. It's not. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that I th- I think it was interesting, uh, interesting uh, topic to mm-hmm. discuss. Uh, and like I said, you know, we know we know people that have have had partners that that don't have the same hobbies and or don't have hobbies at all. And I mean. Some of them are good relationships. Some of them aren't, mm-hmm. and it, that's just that's just kind of how it is. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this was helpful to somebody. Um, but I think that the the support thing is probably the yeah. the best thing, the best. Well, I, I think I mean I think identifying what it is, mm-hmm. what it's doing, what can it do, what's mm-hmm. the risk. And yeah. then it's easy from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, if it's not harmful to your relationship. Yeah. Who cares? Uh-huh. And, but how would you explain that to somebody that, you know, that was, they wanted their partner to, to quit a hobby? Well, it, it, it goes back to, are they being reasonable or unreasonable? Mm-hmm. And that unfortunately is a case by case. What if they say, well, it is hurting a relationship? Well, why? Mm-hmm. Why is it hurting a relationship? Now, if their answer is, is because they do it multiple hours every day of the week, seven days a week. Okay, well, then I would agree. Mm-hmm. But if you're literally saying, you know, it's one Saturday a month mm-hmm. or a couple of hours every week, one day a week, my, I wouldn't say you're being unreasonable, but I would ask, okay, well, what, what would be a reasonable amount? for a hobby Mm -hmm. and what would be a good compromise yeah Mm -hmm. and so it it 
it's okay if you identify a problem, but you can't just point at problems. You have to come up with a solution. And so people that just talk about the problem, that's how you get their input. Mm-hmm. You ask them, well, what would your solution be? Mm-hmm. If, if one Saturday a month or, you know, four hours every Saturday throughout the month is a problem, what's acceptable? You know, is I it think the four that... hours? Would, would it be acceptable if it was two? Uh-huh. If it, then why? why? Why would two be better than four? Right. What are we doing with those extra two hours? Uh-huh. And it's not about getting into a fight or trying to prove someone doesn't have an argument. Uh-huh. It's about helping someone come to the conclusion that it's not that big of a deal. Well, I, or I, it is. <laughs> and I think that like, but one person could think it's a big deal and the other one, or one person thinks that their side is the big deal mm-hmm. and the other person with the hobby doesn't think it's a big deal. Right. So whose deal is, is bigger, better, you know? And like, I don't know. I don't know. It's cause I, I just, I, I see like, even with what you said, because I see the nail in the head, Mm-hmm. situation where the guy is like well you know well what would you suggest mm-hmm. and then the girl the woman is like i don't know yeah. i don't know and there's no they don't want a solution they just want to they be want mad to or or yeah. or yeah or they want it to stop period well, it, and that's that, not fair either well it reveals that they don't want to compromise mm-hmm and then you can take a hard path on that. I'm not saying that works for everybody, but you can take a hard stance on that and say, well, once once you come up with a good solution to compromise, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. And then let them come up with what it is. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. you, you can't just say there's a problem. You mm-hmm. have to say, what's the solution? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing like when someone's like, your, your job keeps you too busy. Quit. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's not a solution. You're being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. What's a better solution? Because quitting right now, because you feel lonely right now, is not going to ultimately do anything good for us down the road. Mm-hmm. Is this a temporary issue? You know, is it is it just because, you know, it, it, even an example of, of something that would probably be more relatable from our perspective would be my travel's picked up. I got to go on the road more. Mm-hmm. You know, you you would never, but if you were like, I don't like this, you're on the road too much, quit. Mm-hmm. No. Well, no, we can't do that. We can't mm-hmm. quit. I, we need this. So this is just temporary. It'll die off again. This is just a spike. Everything will be back to normal. We just have to ride the wave. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll make it up to you whenever I'm done. Mm-hmm. We're, we'll crank out multiple date nights a week and all that. So at least there's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's some men's hobbies that are seasonal. If they're into a fantasy league, it's for a few months. Mm-hmm. Well, and and really, I mean, what is it? Who is it hurting? Yeah, really? Who's it hurting? You know, but but it is it is a slippery slope be, because too much time is relative mm-hmm. to everybody. To yeah, everybody, I know. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I know that's true. And yeah. so, it, I mean, compromise, compromise from someone who doesn't want to compromise, sucks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And but I think that that but the the point of those questions and. Putting your partner in that position is to reveal if they want to compromise or if they just want to control. Mm-hmm. That's what you're trying to identify. Well, let's talk about it because I want to do this. I'm doing this. Now, I'm not saying I have to spend you know, 20 hours a week on it or anything, so what's, what's acceptable? 
because I have friends that they do this and they're spending X amount of hours. I don't even want to spend that. But if I want to continue to improve or be good or whatever it is how it's related to it, I can't, I got to spend more than an hour a week doing it. Mm-hmm. So we've got a somewhere between an hour and 20 hours. Let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if they're like, well, I want you to do it. No hours. Well, then they want to control. They don't want to compromise. Yeah. They want to control. That's true. Okay. Well, now that I understand the compromise isn't on the table. Mm-hmm. So now we're, now we're down to a, a win lose and I'm going to win this one because this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. I know. You, you have made it apparent you don't Gosh. want to compromise. Oh god! And this is how you have a bad relationship. It is. Though it none really of those are characteristics is. of good, healthy, functioning, no, high-functioning relationships. It really isn't. No, not at all. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it. Like I said before, it is. It is something hard for us to to really understand. Give give good advice or advice that like even what we have been through because. What we have been through is with our exes mm-hmm. of trying to compromise. Yeah. And trying to compromise and trying to uh, uh, support them. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and I supported my ex. I, I supported him through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it is, I don't know. I mean, but they are exes mm-hmm. <laughs> for a reason. And that is the unfortunate truth for some people for other couples out there that you know want to make this relationship work Mm -hmm. that they're in and sometimes you you have to really figure out what is what is helping and hurting your relationship Mm -hmm. and go from there and if if you if again if you really feel that that what you like to do as a hobby is worth more than your relationship, then that's mm-hmm. your answer. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else? No, to add? I think that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. Well, um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Mm-hmm.